0: i'm being a bad student i'm like a teacher <laughs> t- i keep raising my hand you know that student in class where they're like we'll get to it <laughs> just Jesus listen Christ, Shut up. <laughs> <I'm> just-
1: <laughs> on this podcast we share our experiences with the energetic practices that have changed
0: our lives Our mission is to encourage you to explore and experiment on your healing journey to find what works best for you. Thanks for listening. And now for the show. Welcome, everybody, to Is This Shit Legit, episode four? Can you believe we've made it to episode four? Today, we are talking about something that is more in Heather's purview sound healing. Yes, so
1: today's episode, we're going to go into all the details, the nitty-gritty of sound healing, what it is, where it came from, how it works.
0: I know next to nothing about sound healing, so I am an eager participant to learn.
1: Yeah, I actually have to do a little research in preparation for this episode because even though I've gone through like the certification process and the training on it, like I don't remember all that details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was, it was cool to actually look back through history and see how sound healing has been used for basically millennia. Really? Yeah.
0: That's cool. Okay. So walk me through it.
1: It goes back to like biblical times. Oh, wow. Yeah. These self- Like
0: biblical times, like it's in the Bible or biblical times like before? Actually,
1: like, like see. it's in the Bible. Like, oh, well, it's. I don't know if it's actually in in the Bible, uh-huh. but it's Bible adjacent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, it talks about like King David. Oh, okay. Using sound. He was really into like music and dancing. Okay. I know that's in the Bible, but the history that, you know, I, I researched talks about how King David had these specific frequencies mm-hmm. that he would use in celebration. And so these specific frequencies are called solfeggio frequencies
0: yeah solfeggio. yeah so re mi fa so la ti do that's yeah, solfeggio.
2: exactly I mean sing. I don't
0: know what you're talking about but as that's someone who is sing. a singer
2: yeah I had
0: to sing it all I had to learn all of the songs I sang in solfeggio before I was allowed to use the words
1: yeah and it totally makes me think of sound of music which yeah. is like my favorite movie as a child uh actually still <laughs> Is it Really? I love that
0: movie. (laughs) Oh, it's a good movie. I wouldn't say Julie Andrews. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty great there.
1: But yeah, that's exactly it. These frequencies, they are at very particular hertz, and hertz was something about like a vibration per second is how it's measured. So each of these tones, there's six of them in this particular scale that I'm talking about. Uh, I also read somewhere there are seven, but Six is what i was trained on okay so the first one is oot at 396 hertz and the actual like energetic frequency like that this is meant to heal is liberating guilt and fear mm-hmm. and then wait there's... can we
0: back up for just a second yeah so for anyone who's never heard of sound healing what's like the the general definition of it
1: so sound <laughs> healing is a form of vibrational healing that impacts the body on the auric level. Okay, okay. And though the next question is what's what's the auric? Oh, thing? you got it. Yeah, oh, that
2: was gonna be my next question. Okay. You're right. <laughs>
1: okay. So the aura is the electromagnetic field surrounding our physical body. Okay. And it contains different layers of subtle energy. Okay. And this is a set of like energy bands that graduate out in frequency and color. Okay. As they move outward from the body.
0: Now how do we confirm that they differentiate in color?
2: Because <laughs> some people can see them.
0: Yeah, but how do we confirm those people aren't lying? <laughs> Just saying. Well, no, I'm honest. Like, it was an honest question. I know I'm being a little silly, but an honest question of like, is there some sort of measuring device that so I have you ever
1: heard of curlian photography? No. <laughs> that was hard to say. Curlian photography.
0: <laughs> a lot of continents no i'm not i don't know what that okay
1: is. it's a specific type of photography that's able to see basically the aura mm-hmm. so that's how they are able to like okay. capture well
0: because i know like animals can see on different wavelengths or whatever yeah because i know animals see differently than us like there's different there's things that our eyes can't detect. so i'm not like
2: yeah, yeah. trying
0: to be the like naysayer of no, like, you like, can't see that it doesn't exist
1: <laughs> it's good it, we gotta like
0: but yeah. I am curious. It's the like, shit legit. It's <laughs> the shit legit. I'm curious if this shit is legit. And I do call into question just from my own experience, like how do we how do we know that there are certain colors that are related to frequencies? So I'm putting you on the hot spot.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Totally fair. So each of these layers then is associated with a chakra in the body. And okay. we all know the chakras are associated with specific colors. I do know that. So that is. I believe, where that idea comes from, that they change in color as they go out. Okay. And then there's, there's a way of exchanging information between the inside of the body and the outside of the body. So if you hear, like, before you actually, like, come down with an illness or whatever, your outer system, you know, the sporic field, okay. has been penetrated. And if it's a, as you go into the layers of the field becomes more and more dense till you reach the physical body, which is the most dense layer of all. And so, as it goes further and further in, if it's not processed and released, then it eventually lands on the physical body and creating illness there. So it can act as a, it's like a protection system, mm-hmm. filtering. Sure. And if things aren't like dealt with on an energetic level before you reach the body then it compromises the body okay the idea around how sound healing then can impact the body because it's on an energetic level influencing or healing the the auric layers does that make sense
0: yeah i'm just this sounds very illness related which i guess that makes sense because it is called sound healing so you're like healing stuff but like so is this something to do with like the common cold like if you're feeling down and under the weather or is it something that's more for like your mental health like things that could help with depression like what what are the uses of
1: yeah so I actually in my research found it helping on all different layers both from people like yes something suffering from depression all the way to like having some physical ailment, like people that use it actually to treat cancer Things mm-hmm. like that. So oh, cool.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's pretty in-depth like the ways that it can facilitate healing across the board. And I know it sounds like mm, how, can, how can just frequency like how do sounds impact the body so deeply? And the Explanation behind that is like, okay, so on a quantum physics level, we're all matter Mm -hmm. vibrating at Mm -hmm. a particular frequency. And sound is an energetic sound wave. Right. And so it's also a vibration. Right. And when that vibration comes into contact with our (laughs) matter that's vibrating, it can then um, impact it. Yeah. And so we have these different tones that resonate to help bring, I guess, our bodies back into resonance.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like when you shake a like jar to kind of get the contents to settle. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm like envisioning. Is like stuff can sometimes get kind of like out of whack, and so you're kind of like jiggling it yeah. to be like, hold on,
1: let's or like if you think about back it, in order like distortions in our field. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know something happens you go through an experience that's like really traumatizing or whatever it creates a distortion in your field Mm -hmm. and if you don't deal with that and you just allow yourself to sit in that then it's going to penetrate deeper and deeper until it starts to affect you on a physical level
2: Mm.
1: it goes from like you know this emotional to more mental to then physical so it's going to
0: yeah, so this is kind of relating to like how people can have like chronic pain due to like tension or whatever, and then they go and they like get energy work done and they like release and cry for like a whole day. Yeah, they're like releasing some sort of traumatic event kind of thing that has gotten stuck in their hip or whatever.
1: Exactly. It is okay. So okay. it's a similar idea as that. So
2: cool. Okay. I
1: know it's like what. And the you know back to like physics, energy cannot be created or destroyed only transferred it's a way of transferring this energy from a sound wave you know into like our bodies to promote healing
2: cool
1: and healing on the physical level occurs when we're in a state of rest and relaxation Mm -hmm. we have to come out of that fight or flight yeah otherwise the healing capacity of the body is not present yeah you have to be able to relax
0: I think that's a really, a really good point too, is that it's your body that's doing the healing and not the sound that's doing the healing. I mean, it's, there's a gray area of like how you want to think about it, how your brain works but it's not like the sound comes in and like gets to work with hammers and tools and then yeah, like yeah. your body, yeah. but the sound comes in to give your body the direction of like, okay,
2: yes, I'm going to start doing
0: what my body does because your body is supposed to heal itself yes. in general, obviously to a point until it can't heal it itself.
1: It just helps to administer but that particular medicine. Yeah. That your body is like, Oh, okay. It's like an, some sort of instruction to your cells mm-hmm. of how to reconfigure.
2: Cool. Okay.
1: Which brings me to um have you heard of the idea of cymatics?
0: No. Okay. That's not somatic, it's different. Correct. Okay. It's
1: C-Y-M-A-T-I-C. No, I don't cymatics. know what that is. So this is the effect of sound on matter, reorganizing matter. So there's some studies that show like if you take a steel plate and you put sand on it and then you put sound waves
0: yeah they make all sorts of cool shapes it makes shapes oh my god i'm obsessed with these videos okay, it's so, that's, so cool <laughs>
1: that's cymatics
0: okay so i know i've seen it I just so that's it an the angel.
1: effect of sound on matter oh, so, so cool. depending on the kind of music that you're playing it creates different shapes mm-hmm. so if it's like more ragey kind of music then it's all this distorted kind of pattern yeah whereas it's like classical music it'll create like these beautiful like delicate arrangements Mm -hmm. so it's just very fascinating that okay that's actually what's happening on a physical level with inside of us as well Not just this like this is showing us what's happening
0: yeah yeah oh that's so interesting cool i'm gonna have to look more into this
1: and i've seen uh, like studies about like water molecules and things like that all you know so it's just it definitely sound definitely has an impact on our cells and cellular structure matter in general and so that is what is happening on like a more scientific level mm-hmm.
0: that's cool yeah that's good information to know okay let's circle back to where where <laughs> i cut you off that's okay we were talking about the different frequencies right yes we're traveling back to a time of king david and king
1: david and his yeah. love
0: of music and dance and yes is do these frequencies come from that where do these frequencies come from
1: yes yeah, so it's thought that these frequencies originated from that time
0: mm-hmm.
1: Hoot, 396 hertz has the energetic healing property of liberating guilt and fear and then we go to ray 417 hertz is the energetic property of undoing situations and facilitating change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we have me, 528 Hertz. This is a transformation and miracles. So it's like DNA repair. Then fa is 639 Hertz. Connection and relationships. Soul 741 Hertz. Expression and solutions. And then la, 852 Hertz awakening intuition so pretty interesting that each one of these like aligns with a particular Mm -hmm. chakra energetic healing realm
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so like do you know the region or area where this kind of came from geographically
1: well if we go back to the story of david that would be like the middle east like uh jerusalem
0: yeah somewhere in guessing... there i'm just wondering because well i guess i don't really know where chakras originated either is it india or is it china or yeah. somewhere is it it's it's india
1: do brahmin right culture so that i'm seeing developed. if those align like yeah which is so interesting how like these really old technologies mm-hmm. like even though they were completely in different regions of the world happening around the same time yeah so like were connected.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. And now
1: we are piecing together like how they're connected. And mm-hmm. so then going on in history, these tones were then used in Gregorian chants, and they were thought to like send a special blessing out to the congregation mm. and allow people to have powerful insights because these these chants, this uh, song at these particular. Tones then allow people to access their subconscious because they lacked words. Mm-hmm. And when we like interject words, you no, know, then it kind of interferes with
0: yeah, yeah. Because so it's sound that. it's literally just sound. It's sound, it's sound. Not sound. yeah. Behind words.
1: Yeah. So then people could just like drop into a space where they mm-hmm. like be able to like Relaxed and receive messages so I guess it's like an ancient form of meditation
0: yeah well I feel like we've all seen like those movies or whatever where you hear like the monks chanting and like singing or whatever and they really could be like oh like music and I it's interesting just to get this context around that of like how that must have felt as a human in that time to like go into that space it must have felt like really cool to hear those I mean because it feels cool nowadays when you hear like Gregorian monk chant. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how often people feel that, but I do. (laughs) Century. Yeah. So, like,
1: this has been going on for a long time. And that's so cool that we still carry that Mm -hmm. tradition on and have that for people to to experience. Like, it's such a powerful practice.
0: It also makes me think about, like, the way that all the different spiritual practices of the of the realms have like interjected themselves into each other. And so it's like the ways that you see things and like, cause when you hear the word monk, you think usually either Buddhist or Christian, like there's just so many different places. It's like, we're all having this human experience mm-hmm. of like learning how our bodies interact with the world around us. And then it's like fun to see how different religions and different practices take that and understand it. And then it's like to compare and contrast them and see like the conclusions that people came to and like what's different and the same. So often it's like very much the same. Like the conclusions we come to.
1: Yeah, it's like all roads lead to Rome.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. which goes back to the whole premise of this. Like we talked about in episode one of like, there's so many different ways to access what healing Mm -hmm. is for you. You know?
0: Yeah, there's not just one path. Then you get to choose so many different ways and experiment.
1: Yeah. So sound is definitely one of the most ancient ways. Um, Going back even further, I guess um, ancient Egyptians even used musical incantations for healing the
0: sick. Did they? An incantation? Yeah.
1: Aristotle wrote that flute music could arouse strong emotions and purify the soul. Mm. Greek physicians used flutes, lyres, and zithers to heal their patients. And they used vibration to aid in digestion and treat mental disturbances and induce sleep.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I can get how it definitely induces sleep.
1: And then even more, like on a larger scale, even nature uses sound to heal itself. Does it? So something I learned was the existence of bioacoustic matrices. So
0: okay, what is that? You have to (laughs) explain that because those words don't make sense
1: to me. So it's been discovered that a bioacoustic matrix is created by sounds emitted from insects and animals of a particular region. Mm-hmm. That like when the sonic emissions of all of these sounds coming together at once creates this, this little symphony mm-hmm. that sustains the health of the ecosystem. So for example, a bird's song can trigger the blooming of a plant.
2: Whoa, cool.
1: Yeah, so even nature like uses sound.
0: That's neat.
1: To trigger like growth and healing and set off a chain of events.
0: You know, that's interesting too. Like it makes sense because I know that nature uses light to do those kind of things. Like the reason that the leaves change and fall is because the days get shorter. It's not about like the temperature outside or anything. It's about the amount of light that's hitting the earth. That's what triggers them to change and to like start this new process and so it makes sense to me that sound would also have that same kind of thing like there's certain like when the light changes the sounds change or that triggers us to like Mm -hmm. do that sound which triggers like just like a chain reaction of all these different like elements reacting to I don't I don't know what I'm where I'm going but it makes sense to me that's all that's how it works
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. Nature is very self-directed.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, I think what I'm trying to say is like, it's just like this ecosystem of like all these different elements that interact with each other. And yeah. and that's how they know to do stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, And they just know to do it. Like yeah. it's so innate and there's, nobody has to tell them.
0: <laughs> yeah. And just, just as a reminder to our listeners, humans are part of nature. That's something yeah. I have to remind myself a lot. We think of ourselves as outside of nature like, there's the woods, and then there's where people live. <laughs> yeah, And we are part of nature. So that same thing, like, when days get shorter and when sounds shift and things, like, we know what to do. Our bodies know how to react. There's a reason that we're sleepier sometimes or more excited sometimes, you yeah. know? Yeah. We know how to react to our environment around us. But we often fight it because capitalism.
2: Because capitalism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I won't get on that soapbox today.
2: Okay. Not today.
1: Not... And then finally... Even Earth has a particular frequency.
0: Does it?
1: Known as the Earth's heartbeat. And this is the Schumann resonance. Okay. Which is 7.83 Hertz.
0: Does it have a name like oot or
1: no? It's the
0: Schumann, the Schumann <laughs> resonance. That's what it's called.
1: Yeah, that was the like the scientist who discovered.
0: Oh, okay. Got yeah, you. back That's
1: in like the nineteen seventies, I wanna say. Don't quote me on the date,
0: <laughs> but it's actually from one BC.
1: is <laughs> just when he discovered this phenomena, but I have heard, you know, and other things that I've read that there's Schumann resonance. The more that we, as people can slow our lives down to match that frequency, the more like magnetic we become as far mm. as like, attracting into our field the things that we want mm-hmm. so it's like actually slowing down so why practices like meditation are so powerful because it's not about like going out and making things happen and doing 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 that's actually like fighting against
2: yeah it's about like receiving the natural
1: order the natural yeah. order is to slow down to the pace of nature of the so, earth itself
0: what is the pace do we know what that 7.83 is 7.83 <laughs> okay do we know what that means
1: <laughs> this is like if you think back to like tribal cultures you know they lived in unison
0: mm-hmm.
2: with
1: the earth like you were just saying you know we think of ourselves as separate from nature you know where there's the city where people live in the forest where mm-hmm or nature is, yeah. but people who, like, indigenously lived in nature and were in tune with these rhythms. If you think about it, like, they still got their needs met.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: They didn't have to, like, go out and...
0: Build skyscrapers?
1: <laughs> make shit happen. No, they, they followed the natural rhythms of the earth and paid attention to that and were sustained through that.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: So... Yeah, that's really fascinating. It's just such a good reminder for myself, you know, that I reflect on often. Like, And more and more lately, I've been sensing the need to like intentionally slow mm-hmm. down because I realize like this frenetic pace that myself, you know, I'm not going to project onto the
2: others. Sure.
1: want to keep up, you know, thinking like, I, I have to be productive. I have to do this. I have to do that it's not actually getting me anywhere Mm
2: -hmm. and then the
1: more I slow down the more in tune I am with like my intuition and what you know is coming to me from the ethers
0: I mean that's definitely something that resonates for me is that when people ask like what do you want to do for a living what do, you, what do you want to do i'm like i just want to like exist like i don't really want to have to like do anything yeah necessarily i don't want to have to have like an identity of like i'm a writer or i am a you know yeah actor or whatever i'm definitely not an actor i don't know why that one <laughs> i'm just in my head i've never been an actor anyway
2: you're a singer
0: so <laughs> i'm a singer i have done these former of theater. sorts But in any case, I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm definitely a lawyer. That's what I do. I don't want to do anything. I just want to like exist and have my needs met. And it's frustrating that that is not an option to just be. So like that is my life's pursuit is trying to find the closest I can get to like, I just want to exist slowly and cozily and lovingly and excitingly for the things that I'm excited about. And just, like, have my needs met.
1: I feel like on some base level, that's what we all want.
0: Right? I feel like that that should be available to everybody.
1: Yeah. But that's just not the world we are currently participating in. And I feel like, you know, this may be a little out there, but that's the direction we are eventually going to be returning to. I hope so.
0: In my lifetime, <laughs> um, so I think it's
1: going to take us a long time, you know, okay. to get there. But people are starting to recognize like the impact that living at this pace is having on us psychologically, mm-hmm. like, mentally. Oh, I guess it's the same, like emotionally. <laughs> like, like stress is killing us.
0: Yeah. Stress well, it's like us. it goes back for me to like the industrial revolution. Like yeah but it's all right. Have you heard those analogies? I'm not going to remember them correctly right now, but it's like if the earth was alive for an hour or for like, you know, a mile or whatever and they give it a measurement, then like humans have only been around for like the last like minute or something like yeah, that and yeah. the industrial Re- revolution started like 4 seconds ago or something yeah. and we've destroyed like 90% of the forests in those 4 seconds or whatever. These are these are not real terms, but that's the analogy of like just how much of an impact the industrial revolution has had yeah. on the earth and it's like such this teeny tiny little blip of how long the earth has existed and so i do i think about the industrial revolution a lot right now I don't know when you're listening to this listener, but the whole men think about Rome thing is very hot right now. That is what I think about. I do not think about Rome all the time, but do you? You look very confused. No, I don't. You're
2: talking about <laughs> what?
0: That. So there's this huge phenomena right now where women are asking their male partners if they're heterosexual. Or I guess just women are asking men like, how often do you think about Rome? And the answer is very often like daily or like multiple times a day or like weekly like they're apparently men think about rome all the goddamn time yeah (laughs) no not all men i did for a little point of pride i did ask Corey, my partner and he was like not that often okay (laughs) what's his response But there's like a shocking amount of men who think about the Roman Empire a lot. I don't know. I've heard like aqueducts are cool and like people, I guess they're just like in awe of the Roman Empire and for some reason they can't get it out of their brain. And how it
2: like (laughs) conquered and...
0: Yeah, I guess just like the whole fact that it exists. So that's like the phenomena right now and it's like going around us like the trend is going around the internet and then everyone's talking about like what...
1: Yeah,
0: so I live on the <laughs> internet. Heather doesn't us use the internet.
1: Use <laughs> <laughs> the internet to do research on sound tally. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But so then you'll see people being like, what's the women's Roman empire? That's like the big question right Uh-oh. now. Like what do women all think about? Okay. I don't think there's anything particularly that all women think about or most women. But uh, for me, I think about the industrial revolution and the impact mm-hmm. it's had on society a lot. Not out of, I mean, some of it is in awe because like it is amazing what we have figured out how to do and that yeah. is quite impressive but also how it's really gotten us out of sync with who we are how it's super ushered in this age of capitalism yeah. and production and taken away it's like stripped away humanity
1: our outward progress has removed us from our inward
0: hey progress. look at you well what? okay
1: so gene keys okay i'm obsessed with gene keys which will be a whole nother episode
0: this always sounds like a name so (laughs) every time you say that i'm like who's gene keys (laughs) but it's not for listeners it's genes like your genetics and then the keys to open them
1: yes exactly (laughs) to unlock your secrets in your but doesn't it sound
0: like a name like j-e-a-n gene Keys?
1: no i don't know who the fuck that is but
0: (laughs) never matter never matter don't know gene keys
1: but yeah, that's a that's a thing. The the industrial revolution and it has had a great impact on us in this mm-hmm. human the idea of human progress. Yeah. Of how instead of like taking the journey inwards and being with ourselves like the tribal people did and connecting with nature and allowing things to come to us, we have instead put it our energy out into the world Mm -hmm. to conquer yeah and to create Mm -hmm. and to harness like the energy of the world for I don't know and it's a different way it's Mm -hmm. and how the destruction that it's caused both like externally and internally because now
2: we're destroying forests and nature are
1: more disconnected from themselves than ever Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think about the Industrial Revolution too, interestingly, and yeah. how it was just this like demarcation in time of when we really like <laughs> one
0: string. Yeah, we just like took a weird path. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. So now that we've detoured into my room, my Industrial Revolution, yeah, where are we on our journey through sound healing?
1: Through sound healing. Yes. Okay. So we talked about these six tones, sequence of frequencies called the sulfeggio frequencies mm-hmm. and how each one of them relates to a particular chakra and energetic healing implication mm-hmm. however you want to say that so how sound healing works then is we store life experiences as energy patterns within us
2: okay
1: and some of these experiences create blockages or interrupt the flow of energy in our lives so these energy patterns can act as distortions in our auric field causing us to become out of tune basically with life.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and then they manifest in the physical body as pain or illness Mm -hmm. if they go deep enough into the dense layers and then sound at these unique frequencies can be used to bring us back into tune and clear these distortions to free up our energy channels Mm -hmm. so when we free up the energy within our bodies that can then be used to increase our level of consciousness and allow us to then vibrate at higher and higher levels have you heard of the book power versus force nope okay so this book talks about how each emotion has a particular vibration okay. that. It resonates at and like shame is the very lowest vibration. Okay. I don't remember what the highest one is. It's something like I wanna say like gratitude or whatever.
0: Yeah, okay. I can see that. I was like, please don't tell me it's joy. (laughs) Like an (laughs) anti-happy. Well, I mean, not to get into it, but it's like it's frustrating to me that the world views like emotions on a hierarchy mm. and that like happy is like supposed to be the only valid one or joy is supposed to be yeah. the only valid like you like if you don't feel happy, something's wrong. Yeah. That makes me annoyed. That's why I was like I really hope yeah, the highest true. frequency isn't happiness. So,
1: no, <laughs> no, it's it's higher than shame. Okay. Naturally. Yeah,
0: I'm not too but, big fan of shame. So.
1: But all all feelings are valid. Mhm all feelings serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. They are here to just bring us information. We are meant to experience them all and not avoid them. Right. Yes. yes. No matter how they feel.
0: (laughs) Right. No matter how much discomfort it brings.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, we all experience all of them Mm -hmm. and there's no way to successfully avoid them. And if you are trying to avoid them, you're Just getting further and further away from your true. Heading towards shame. Yeah, you're (laughs) just stuck. You get yourself locked in a pattern called spiritual bypass, (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: where you're not allowing yourself to have an authentic experience. Right. Okay. So each emotion has its own frequency that it vibrates at. So just again, like everything's vibrating. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) We're all shaking up. Everyone's got a
1: frequency. And even back to, like, the human design episode we did, I mentioned something about, like, each of us has an energetic signature that's, like, playing a chord on a piano, you know? Uh-huh. We each have our own specific tune.
0: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
1: Going back to, like, the Those energetic all unique frequencies. Of, and some people we resonate with and some people we don't resonate with, you know, because we have particular...
0: Ooh, that's interesting yeah like when you clash with someone and you're like I just don't like that person yeah I don't have a good reason why I just don't want to be around them I don't yeah. like them
1: you just are not resonating with them on a vibrational level
0: yeah interesting
1: okay so it's pretty fascinating how deep sound goes you know it, Yeah. sound actually in creation uh, a lot of different creation stories is the very first thing to exist
0: well, that makes me feel special because that's like my main sense. Um, my main sense yeah. I'm, is sound. And even I'm like, an OG. I'm the original yeah. OG.
1: And even, even the term intuition is like to intuit is to hear life at a very deep level.
0: Mm.
1: I like that. So it's like picking things up from your energetic environment.
0: Yeah, so it actually might help some people. It's helping me right now to like think of like when you say you get like a feeling from Mm -hmm. someone or like the vibes are off Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like the energy is weird. What you're talking about is likely sound Mm -hmm. like, you know, like think about like dog whistles that like there's certain sounds we can't hear, but they're still there and they still affect you in some way that maybe you do or do not notice but so that's times when you're like the vibe is off the energy is really weird yeah think about it as like you're actually hearing something that you just like can't in your realm
1: inaudible in your
0: brain yeah your brain isn't processing it as like oh i hear a noise right now but it's processing it into your body of like there's a frequency that's being emitted yep that is weird yeah or whatever (laughs) or really exciting or great
1: that's what's happening. It's, But it's so like, it's such an unconscious level mm-hmm. that we're completely unaware that it's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think most of the world is
1: like, yeah. <laughs> we're
0: unaware that a lot of stuff is
1: happening to yeah, us. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's happening. Mm-hmm. And that describes that phenomena of not feeling comfortable in particular situations. That's your body's way of hearing the environment around it, sensing mm-hmm. it. Taking that information in and then telling you information of how to respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. So something really interesting, the author and physicist Juliana Conforto wrote, every cell pulsates, reflects, and interacts with acoustic oscillations of the medium. Even the earth and the sun vibrate in unison based on a main rhythm. Each musical note is therefore united to non audible notes of higher octaves in each symphony to other symphonies that we do not hear, although they make ourselves oscillate and possibly resonate. Even DNA has its own melody. The musical nature of nuclear matter from atoms to galaxies is now recognized by official science.
0: What does that mean, recognized by official science?
1: Yeah, it's just. I need some
0: more information, Doctor. Who is this?
1: Ben. Yeah, Juliana Conforto. They've been able to document it on a physics kind of...
0: Very cool. So let's talk a little bit about you and sound healing. Let's talk about your journey, Uh, about how did you get into it? What have you seen since you've been into it?
1: Yeah, so I was first introduced to sound healing by the woman who taught me my first level, Reiki. Mm -hmm. And she teaches the self sound healing technique using tuning forks Mm -hmm. that are at these specific tones and so she was doing a session with me and she used it and I had that experience of you know that term ASMR Mm -hmm. yeah where it's like there's some sort of like sound or uh, I don't know is it does it relate to things other than sound ASMR can it be like
0: I think there are people who say they do it visually or whatever, like, like you, like there's a lot of like cake decorating videos and they're like slow and boring, but it's someone like piping buttercream repetitively, (laughs) you know, but like seeing like a repetitive motion. It
1: brings you comfort. Yeah. 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 For me, it was, it brings like this tingle to my spine.
0: Yeah. That's what they talk. They call them tingles. The ASMR tingles.
1: Yeah. So I have that experience with the tones of these. These tuning tuning forks. Tuning forks. Yeah. And so I was, like, so fascinated by it. I was like, that's really cool.
0: Yeah.
1: So naturally then I took the training so right and in. became certified to do sound healing. And they, like, of course, you can use this to bless your food. You can use this to play the tones for your plants. And, mm-hmm. like, you can actually see that it will have an impact on...
0: On the matter that it's... On the
1: impressive. matter that it's... Yeah. So... That's pretty cool. Uh just to witness and observe. Okay. So
0: what, what food did you witness and how did it change?
1: Okay, so I haven't really witnessed my food being changed, <laughs> but like playing the tone for my plants and then watching oh, yeah. them flourish. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I have used this in healing sessions with different clients. And it's just what I notice it's deeply relaxing. Yeah. And it just allows people to drop into a deeper state that promotes healing mm-hmm. they're not necessarily consciously aware that that's what's
2: happening but
0: yeah well I think like on a very surface level like being relaxed kind of what we touched on earlier like slowing down is good for the body yeah <laughs> so being relaxed is good for the body I know I think in the EFT episode I was talking about like massages a lot like when you go get a massage like there's nothing wrong with getting a massage it's great it's relaxing it may not be pinpointing A very specific problem to heal but it's Mm -hmm. not doing you harm just to like take an hour and lay down and have someone else mash on your body for a little bit like that feels really nice and gives your body the space to kind of like work on the things that it needs to work on and so I think at a very surface level sound healing can at least facilitate that like for someone who's very skeptical not me but I'm saying if you a listener are very skeptical about this like it gives you an opportunity to like tune out for huh, tune out.
2: <laughs> Thanks for
0: yeah. Tune out for however long the session might be, an hour or a half hour, and just like not think about your day to day, which gives your body like that is very good for your body to like turn off for a little bit and yeah. just relax. And that I think we've all experienced that. That's why when you go into a spa and you hear the little plinky plunky like Yeah what is it the recorder the little irish recorder (laughs) playing or whatever like we get it that feels nice to hear versus you know it's not like death metal through the speakers there's certain sounds that are like this makes me feel calm
1: and because each of these tones or frequencies is then correlated to healing on a specific energetic level that is just promoting that yeah I don't know I think it's pretty cool it gives me the spine tingles so I personally really enjoy it now is this
0: something you can do on yourself do you do or do you go to like someone for both okay
1: yeah I will because I have the tuning forks (laughs) right (laughs) and then there's like people have crystal singing bowls and you can go to a sound bath and I've done that before and that's been like fucking amazing Mm -hmm. just to lay there and like being nurtured by the sound and something about like doing it in a group setting mm-hmm. where are all you're all laying there like receiving the sound and just it feels like it's washing over you and just kind of cleansing your mm-hmm. my well for me it feels like it's cleansing my whole like energy like my whole aura. It's it's a bath. It's a bath. It feels so good. Even tonight actually I'm going to a gong sound bath. Oh cool. And I was reading the description and it said the gong is thought to contain all the sounds of the universe. Interesting. So that's gonna be like how and why a full (laughs) full
0: bath I guess. Yeah you're gonna get whole universe cleansing. Yeah yeah. (laughs) So now is this something that people do in the more general sense of like cleansing themselves and just kind of resetting or if like someone is like chronically dealing with this particular issue do they go to someone for that issue in sound healing or is that not a thing that's really
1: yeah I think both okay honestly if you have a particular thing you're dealing with you know it can focus on that frequency Mm -hmm. that's meant to heal that level But in my practice as an energy healer, I never used it in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. Instead, it was more of a generalized, like, I'm going to play you all the tones and the sequence that I learned.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. It's
1: a very specific, like, way of...
0: Well, and for myself personally, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone, like, doing, like, sound therapy. You know, Mm -hmm. being like, yeah, I go to therapy once a week to work on, like, my anxiety. Like, I don't think... I've heard of that yeah, so I think yeah. I think in general it's used the way that you just described so it's kind of like a balm for your soul like yeah. it's kind of like a nice lotion that you can put on and you like just feel the relief versus like a surgeon going in and like operating for yeah one particular yeah. issue yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah I'm sure that definitely exists but yeah I haven't encountered mm-hmm. that yet right yeah do you have any experience with sound healing or have you gone to like a sound bath before
0: i've gone to one sound bath that was like it was you were there it was a oh, yeah. book reading so yeah. it was like sound healing with reading of books and there's some breakies like yeah
1: crystal ball
0: so that's the only thing live i've ever done but yeah so like for any listeners because obviously you weren't there but <laughs> But uh, a friend of ours wrote a book. And in the fundraising parts of it, we went and did this fun event where she read out certain poems that she had created in the book. And Antha, another friend, has crystal bowls and like rain sticks and things and kind of used the appropriate sounds that aligned with the poems that Alyssa was reading, which was really neat. So that was a really fun experience. I have, though, like, occasionally gone through, like, TikTok or YouTube to find, like, there will be people there, like, playing, Mm -hmm. this is it called singing bowls? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, like, and so they'll be, like, running that little wooden rod around the edge of a bowl and it's making a certain noise. And, like, sometimes when I'm really stressed, I will reach to find some of those just to, Mm -hmm. like, find some calmness. Because, like I said, like, you go into a spa and you hear, like, very nice calming music, you know it has a, a calming effect. So, yeah, when things get really frazzled putting on some nice calming sounds have been helpful but no I have I don't have much experience in sound healing pretty much all the things I just said are is the full list of my experience so that's
1: yeah but it's interesting to hear that with your limited exposure to Mm -hmm. that concept of sound healing like, it's still something that you reach for when you feel frazzled.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still know it. And it's funny, too, because I have a background in music and singing. Yeah. And I know well the effect that, like, making certain noises can have on your body. Like, I've every performer has, like, cried on stage while they're performing. Like, yeah. you sometimes can move yourself. So, like, I'm well-versed in how sound affects my body. And yet yeah. somehow I'm like, yeah, I've never really...
2: Yeah, it to that's funny. Like
1: hmm because yeah. even on other episodes we've talked about how like you know the experience of being in a church and mm-hmm. the singing will like move your spirit
2: mm-hmm. and yeah
1: bring out this emotional response so let's yes. sound <laughs> healing kind of
0: sound healing at work right now it.
1: yeah <laughs> and we talked about how like the the vagus nerve runs between the brain the heart and the stomach connecting mm-hmm. all three brains and the body
0: and how singing and is a really singing. good way to activate it
1: vocal toning
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the vibrations of your own voice yeah calm you and relax you
0: so maybe I should be getting into sound healing is what I'm taking away from this conversation
1: it I should
0: incorporate like that something
1: more. you've been doing your whole life without really like noticing true
0: yeah it's just kind of like I'm in tune with nature yeah right
1: it's just <laughs> one of those you know we take for granted the things that seem really obvious to us
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like when you're an expert in something or very skilled in something and then yeah. you're trying to explain it to someone else and you realize like how much you know that other people don't know yeah, and you're uh, like oh like that's not easy for you oh okay wait <laughs> gotta recalibrate my you to know <laughs> those
1: situations happening here yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe i'm but yeah i've definitely not like sought it out i guess just like it's not something that i pay money for is, is where just, my brain is. Yeah. It's not like I like seek it out from experts, but I think I should I, now learning more about it. It's something that I think is a really useful tool that I should probably put more intention behind mm. accessing it. Cause I may access it throughout my life and I know yeah. I do, but like I can utilize it more efficiently.
1: Yeah. Next. And it's interesting that you said intention because actually when doing like a session with the client for sound healing intentions a really important part of the aspect of the process mm-hmm. just like any sort of healing sure energy follows intention yeah so like setting up that intention of like i am working to facilitate this or be a channel for this mm-hmm. to healing to occur
0: yeah Something I hate is white noise. Do you know anything about white oh
1: noise? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. you, you
0: hate it too? Yes. Oh my God. I cannot. I, I cannot know. with white noise. What is it? Why do people like it? I don't get it.
1: I don't know. I know somebody who like uses it to sleep,
0: Yeah, but it oh. does
1: the opposite for me and drives me Fucking banana. Yeah, it's
0: like somebody came in with like steel wool and it's just like steel wooling your essence. Yeah. And I don't like, like that it. That
1: is the opposite of sound healing to me. That yeah. is like.
0: Sound agitation.
1: Oh, yeah. Sound injuring. Sound <laughs> injuring. And the... okay, so apparently there's also pink noise and brown. Oh, yeah,
0: there's all sorts of colors. Again, noise. I don't. But...
1: <laughs> I think it's doing the opposite of healing. Yeah. <laughs> it just pisses me off. It well, they have like, if
0: I'm like Spotify, they've got like hours of yes. you can put like, you you find like an eight yes. hour white noise thing. Yep. Oh and my God. If you want
1: to put me in a bad mood, put yep. some white noise on. Put it
0: on. It's and terrible.
1: It's, it's <sighs> going to really piss me off. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> but some people love it. I don't know why, but yep. there's a reason that there's eight hour playlists of pink noise and brown noise.
1: God sure what's going on there I don't but know
0: that is that's for that's another my episode my personal
1: opinion I'm not a fan do
0: not like do not like so the legit rating of white noise is zero <laughs> zero out of 10 <laughs> I think we both rate that negative yeah. negative 10 out of 10 yeah <laughs> but let's get to the legit rating okay. of sound healing
1: yeah oof. you know this is really interesting because like it's one of those uh, like we talked about unconscious things that's just happening beyond below our level of awareness
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's more support than it is like yeah yeah
1: and so it can be used with the intention of healing and you can obviously that's something I facilitate in client sessions but I feel like it's just such a a part of nature that's Mm -hmm. happening all the time it's really fucking legit
0: yeah. So <laughs> one through 10, how much has it had an effect on your life?
1: Consciously or unconsciously? See, that's That, is,
0: that is up to you to decide. Marry yeah. the two in your head and figure yeah. out, figure out how to average those two together in your brain.
1: Okay. So unconsciously, it's obviously been a 10. i feel like. Because, right. because like sound is happening.
0: But your awareness honestly, of it.
1: But my awareness of it, uh, consciously, I would say, how much have I used it to, on an intentional level, I'm going to give it a seven.
0: Okay. So do you want to average those together? Or you just want to set your total number.
1: Okay. Eight and a half.
0: Okay. So you're saying eight and a half. Yeah. For your legit rating of sound healing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's Heather's. Carrie's rating of sound healing and how much it's had an effect on my life. It is tough. You're right. I'm like, well, I feel like what everything we just talked about, I was so like, it's a very big part of my life, but I don't really pay attention to it. And I definitely like don't necessarily intentionally use it as an energetic practice. I gotta give it like a six. six. Not that I don't think it's cool. I just like, I'm not aware of it as much. It's something that like...
1: It's happening below our level of awareness.
0: Yeah. So that gives it a 7.25 on a legit scale 7.25 <laughs> for sound healing I do feel like maybe I should have rated it higher because it's like it's something that's so accessible to everybody and we end up accessing it accessing it <laughs> accessing it uh
1: different word <laughs> without
0: without trying like yeah. it's something that like actually helps people without them knowing that it helps them you know yeah. so, so there's
1: that conscious awareness mm-hmm. and intentional use of it and then there's this like just our unconscious experience of life
0: yeah but 7.25 let's let's not overthink it okay legit rating 7.25 okay that's it for sound healing unless there's anything else that you wanted to include
1: it's way more than i thought i had to say
0: hey look at you look at you go wind her up and let her go Well, thank you all for listening so much. We appreciate you being here and make sure that you follow us at High Vibe Heather, at Carrie M and rate the show, review the show, do all the things, interact yeah. with us. We'd love to hear from you if you have fun experiences you want to share with us.
1: Yeah, and if you have experienced sound healing or anything like that, we'd love to hear your, your report.
0: Yeah. And once again, we don't know what next show is, but we'll see you there and you'll you'll be able to see it once we release it. Thanks for listening.